This week on Foamcast Radio, it's going to be a short episode. There's not much going on right now, but I've got some requisition recon as usual, and I'm in the war room answering listener questions. Listen up and load up. It's time for the biggest podcast in the world dedicated to foam blaster toys. News, reviews, events, and more. And now, recording from the broadcast bunker, it's Ben Anderson, the host of Foamcast Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. No sit rep this week, but I do have a new Foam Patrol officer shout out. Big thank you to Nick Peterson for becoming a Patreon supporter. You can join the Foam Patrol and get your own shout out in the episode by going to patreon.com slash foamcastradio. Unfortunately, this week was really slow for our hobby, so I don't have any stratcom for you, but I've still got a load of requisition recon, so let's get into it. The Nerf N-Strike Sharpfire, originally 15 US dollars, is on sale for just 10 at Target, and Target has the Nerf N-Strike Elite Triad, originally 7 US dollars, marked down to 5. You can also get the Nerf N-Strike Elite Disruptor, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 10 at Target, and they have the Nerf N-Strike Elite Ruckus, originally 20 US dollars, on sale for just 11. The Nerf AccuStrike Quadrant, originally 10 US dollars, is on sale for 7 at Target, and Target has the Nerf Zombie Strike Quadrot, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 7 as well. You can also pick up the Nerf Zombie Strike Revoltinator, originally 50 US dollars, on sale for just 28. The Nerf Doomlands Negotiator, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for just 15 at Target, and the Nerf Doomlands Impact Zone Longarm, originally 20 US dollars, is also on sale for 15 at Target. And Target has the Nerf Doomlands 2169 Lawbringer, originally 33 US dollars, marked down to 25. Jumping over to Amazon, we've got the Nerf Rebel Mission Central App Railmount, originally 15 US dollars, marked down to 5. And Amazon has the Fortnite SPL, originally 20 US dollars, on sale for 13. Back at Target, the Nerf Fortnite TS, originally 40 US dollars, is on sale for just 30. And they have the Nerf Mega Bulldog, originally 20 US dollars, on sale for 12. Back at Amazon, the Nerf Mega Megalodon, originally 40 US dollars, is on sale for 28. Target has the Nerf Rival 25 round refill pack, originally 10 US dollars, marked down to 6. And the Dart Zone 100 round refill pack, originally 20 US dollars, is on sale for just 15 at both Amazon and Target. Amazon also has the Nerf Rival Rechargeable Battery Pack, originally 30 US dollars, on sale for 17. The X-Shot XS, originally 13 US dollars, is on sale for just 7 at Target, and Amazon has the Boomco Dart Holder accessory for just 5 US dollars. As usual, I've got your coupon codes. Make a purchase from Blaster Wraps with the code FOAMCAST to get 20% off. And if you purchase some Flux sunglasses, use FLUXCAST10 for 10% off. If you make a purchase from SM Enterprises, use FOAMCAST for 10% off. And if you make a purchase from Jackrabbit Nerfer, use the code FOAMCAST for 10% off, good until May 31st. Don't forget to join my Facebook fan group, where I share giveaways posted by all the different blaster manufacturers and mod companies. This week I don't have any Battlespace intel for you, but we are really close. In fact, I know of a few events that are happening starting next week. So make sure you follow at Foamcast Radio on Twitter for critical mission updates. And to make sure your event gets mentioned on the podcast, visit foamcastradio.com slash intel. Foamcast Radio is supported by Blaster Wraps. I love modding blasters, and making them look unique can be so much fun. But painting takes a long time, a lot of sanding, and a clean and dust-free environment. 
hydro dipping makes patterns possible, but takes a lot of skill and practice to get right. That's why I'm so excited about blaster wraps. These cool adhesive vinyl skins are custom created for popular blasters and available in hundreds of cool designs. From your favorite camo pattern to fun animal prints, even food patterns, and so much more. For a limited time, my listeners can get 20% off their order of any Blaster Wraps product by visiting foamcastradio.com wraps and using the coupon code foamcast at checkout. Customizing your blasters has never been so easy. Get your Blaster Wraps today at foamcastradio.com slash wraps and be sure to use the coupon code foamcast at checkout for your exclusive discount thanks to blaster wraps for supporting foamcast radio all right everybody this week i am super excited to have myself in the war room this week i'm going to be answering some questions from listeners that were submitted over on social media if you didn't know that this was happening well you need to be following me on social media so look up at foamcast radio on facebook twitter and instagram all right let's dive into the questions Neil asks, what is your recording setup? First, a little bit about my space. I record in a closet that has soundproofing foam on the walls, and I've also got a small desk and a chair and my microphone and my computer. The microphone that I'm using is an Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. It's a cardioid dynamic microphone, as opposed to, say, a condenser microphone, which is better for recording instruments in a studio environment. But a dynamic microphone is better at recording voices and not picking up so much background noise. I record using a 2018 13-inch MacBook Pro, which I recently upgraded to from my 2010 MacBook Air. This computer is way better for recording and editing. It's got USB-C ports. It's a huge, huge upgrade. As far as the editing software that I use, I use free open source software called Audacity. And this is cross-platform software. So anybody out there who's thinking about editing audio, maybe starting your own podcast, definitely check out Audacity. It is really awesome and totally free software that works on just about any platform. Neil also asks, what are your long-term goals for Foamcast Radio? Um, I've got a bunch of different ones. Uh, The main one is just being able to travel to more events. It's really tough because there aren't a lot of things happening up in my corner of the country, but I am looking forward to Captain Xavier's Makerspace uh, being available for overnight stays because I would like to drive over there and then spend a whole weekend there. I'm also really looking forward to West vs. Zombies now in 2021 because that's one that I can actually drive to. And I'm also trying to see if I can figure out a way to get to Ragnarok Oktoberfest, although that is an 18-hour drive one way. Another goal that I have is using the skills and the knowledge that I've gained while making Foamcast Radio to produce more projects, specifically other podcast ideas I have and audio dramas. One goal that I don't have is to expand into YouTube. First of all, YouTube is way too saturated already with channels about the blaster hobby. I really don't feel like I have anything original to bring to that space. If I turned Foamcast Radio into a YouTube channel, it would really just be another This Week in Nerf, which we don't need. We already have This Week in Nerf. Also, it's way more work to edit video in addition to audio. It's actually relatively simple to edit audio, especially when you're trying to remove mistakes. 
And when you're editing video, it's just way more work. So I really just don't feel like doing that. Luke asks, what's your favorite blaster in each major line? I asked for clarification from Luke, and what he's talking about is the different blaster lines from Nerf. So I've got some answers here for you. From the original N-Strike line, meaning like the mostly yellow blasters, my favorite is the Barricade. I think it's a great loner blaster. You can make it really, really awesome. And then you can hand it to somebody at an event, and they don't need to have a vest or magazines or anything. They can scavenge darts off the ground. It's a great beginner blaster, but you can still mod it. And that is my go-to blaster when I've got somebody coming along to an event who doesn't know anything about this. For N-Strike Elite, I am going to say that my favorite blaster is the Battle Camo Strife, specifically the Battle Camo Strife, because I just love that pattern. Uh, white with blue is sort of my color scheme, and I love that camo pattern with the angles and the triangles. So Battle Camo Strife is my favorite N-Strike Elite blaster. My favorite Mega Blaster, I'm going to cheat a little bit here because my favorite Mega Blaster is actually the Moto Strike, which isn't out yet. I just cannot wait to have a blaster that is going to be a mag-fed flywheel blaster, just like a Strife, but for those games where Mega Darts do special things like breaking shields or stunning specials, the Moto Strike is just going to be perfect. I absolutely cannot wait. Honestly, it's the first blaster from Nerf in a long time that has actually excited me. But if you want me to pick something that's available now, I would say probably the Twin Shock, because there's nothing more satisfying than see somebody sneaking around with a shield, pulling out that Twin Shock, and just slam firing 10 Mega Darts off at them. Uh, it's like super, super satisfying. From the Zombie Strike line, uh, my favorite blaster is actually the Side Strike, which is the little pistol that comes with its own holster. Because first of all, I like holsters. And second, it comes in a bunch of different colors, which is cool. Uh, if you don't know about this, you can get the Zombie Strike version in green, and then there's the N-Strike Elite versions in white. One has a blue stripe, one has an orange stripe. And then you can also get the AccuStrike version, which is called the Talon Strike, and that one's in orange. That's my preferred secondary. I really don't like uh, the hammer shot. I don't like anything that doesn't have a good holster, and I don't like trying to put a pistol into like a cargo pocket or something like that where it's just going to bounce out. So I like the side strike and I like the holster that it comes with. From the Rebel line, my favorite blaster is the Rapid Red because it's a strife and I love the strife. Also, most of the Rapid Red blasters are either little single shot pistols or they're like crossbows. So yeah, definitely the Rapid Red. Now from the Modulus line, originally I was going to say the ECS-10, and then I remembered there's a special edition of the ECS-10 called the Tracker ECS-10. It's not available in the United States, and I really, really want one. It's super, super cool. It's got this awesome camo design with like these green zebra stripes or something. You got to look it up and take a look at it. It's really cool looking, and I really want one, but unless I find somebody overseas who can buy one and ship it to me, uh, I won't be able to get one. From the AccuStrike line, my favorite blaster is the Stratohawk because it is a Rapid Strike, and the Rapid Strike is probably my second favorite N-Strike Elite blaster, and also I would take the Stratohawk over any of the other AccuStrike blasters. From the Rival line, this one's really hard because I really don't like Rival that much. I don't like hopper-fed blasters. I don't generally like single-shot blasters. But fortunately, there is basically a rival strife, and that is the Hera. I've got one that is modded for 3S LiPo, and it is actually really good, especially when I load it up with proton rounds. So the Hera is my favorite rival blaster. From the Doomlands line, it's definitely the Desolator. Because once again, it's basically a strife. Except it looks way cooler, it's got an integrated stock, and it's got that clear window on the side, which is awesome. Yeah. 
yeah, definitely the Desolator for favorite Doomlands blaster. Now, one line that I saved for the last is the Ultra line, because I actually don't have a favorite Ultra blaster. Personally, I think the Ultra darts are terrible in every conceivable way. It amuses me to no end that people spend a lot of time and effort trying to make Ultra darts perform well when I can go to Walmart and grab Adventure Force waffles off the shelf and they automatically perform better. So if you're building blasters around a broken ammo type to begin with, they're going to be terrible blasters. And personally, I have no interest or excitement for any of the Ultra Blasters unless they're going to be converted to Fire Elite Darts. So if I had to pick an Ultra Blaster, I would pick the Rad Blaster's Radtra, which is an Ultra 2 conversion, because he actually managed to make it a pretty cool blaster. But even so, it suffers from the fact that it was designed for a terrible ammo type, and so it is super, super bulky for what it is. Foamcast Radio is supported by Hobby King. When I need a new battery for my latest blaster build, my favorite place to go is Hobby King. I can put in the exact specs and dimensions I want, and Hobby King gives me a list of candidates at incredibly affordable prices. Every flywheel build I make has a battery in it from Hobby King because I can count on them to fit perfectly and have the discharge rating and capacity I need for maximum performance and reliability. You can get 100 reward points when you create your Hobby King account for free right now. Take advantage of this offer exclusively available to Foamcast Radio listeners by going to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking. Once again, to get 100 reward points, go to foamcastradio.com slash hobbyking and create your Hobby King account for free right now. Thanks to Hobby King for supporting Foamcast Radio. Luke also asks, what's your favorite blaster company? And I definitely have to say Dart Zone from Primetime Toys is my favorite blaster brand. Not only has Dart Zone gone after the blaster community, they've also gone after the modding community. And that is super, super cool. It's really awesome to see these big companies that make blasters that end up on store shelves paying attention to this community rather than just trying to get parents to buy toys for their kids. I love my Dart Zone Pro Mark 1. I think it's awesome. And I can't wait to see what else Dart Zone comes out with. But I've got a couple of honorable mentions for this question as well. I really appreciate the fact that X-Shot has been sort of flirting with the modding community. They've actually sent some blasters out to different modders on Instagram and asked them to like paint them up and do cool things to them. And that's awesome that they're paying attention to the modding community and again, not just worrying about how they can get their blasters moved to kids' eye level at Walmart. I'm also really excited to see what Umarex comes up with. They're the ones behind the CO2-powered wrecked blasters. And again, I think it's awesome that a major company is taking note of our community and building products for us. And when I say that, uh, I have to add the caveat that they're not really building these products for modders. Just like the Dart Zone Pro Mark 1, the Umarex blasters are not intended to be a starting point where you can then mod the blasters and make them better. They're intended to be an option for people who aren't modders, but still want to play and be competitive with people who are. And in that regard, they've absolutely been successful. I think the Op 4 definitely holds its own on the field. And again, it gives people an option whereby they can be competitive, even if they don't know how to open a blaster, how to swap a spring, or, you know, how to install a brass barrel. And I think that's important for growing our community and our hobby. 
so I'm really excited to see what else Umarex is going to come out with. Tom asks, why is your favorite blaster the Rev Reaper? This one's a bit of a joke because obviously my favorite blaster is not the Rev Reaper, so I'll answer a different question. Why do I not like the Rev Reaper? Let's see, it's got a vertically installing magazine that is going to block your sights if you even had any. The fire rate is user dependent, the muzzle velocity is user dependent, which means it's totally unreliable and unpredictable as far as the performance goes. Yeah, it's just, it's not a good blaster, it's not a good mechanic, and I don't want one. Tom also asks, why do you like talking to Detroit Dart Talk so much? They're pretty cringe. Well, Tom, I like talking to them for the same reason that I like listening to every single episode of Detroit Dart Talk. They really just make me feel better about myself. Just kidding, everybody. I, I love Detroit Dart Talk. Glues Modworks asks, what do you think of Nerf Hyper? And my answer is, I don't really know what I think, because we still don't really know what it is. There are multiple plausible theories out there, and none of them seem particularly more likely than any of the others. Personally, I think that the people who are looking forward to it are going to be hugely disappointed. Right now, Hasbro is super focused on how they can make the most amount of money, and I honestly think that Nerf Hyper is going to be the rival version of Nerf Ultra. For one thing, the smaller caliber rival theory means that it's going to be much easier to lose those rounds, and so you're going to have to buy more of them. So yeah, I'm not really holding my breath. We'll see what it turns out to be, but I think a lot of people are going to end up being disappointed. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it's something awesome. Silver Round Industries asks, how many blasters do you have in your arsenal? And the answer is, I don't actually know. I've got a ton of them. I've got a bunch of bins full of blasters and magazines and attachments and vests and iPro and all kinds of stuff. And I've got them spread out all over the place. I don't even have all of them in one place. I've got them in like multiple rooms of my house. So the best answer that I can give you is I have at least a hundred blasters. I'm really not sure how many. Michael asks, what first gave you the idea for Foamcast Radio? So this is going to tie in a little bit to my discussion of YouTube and why I don't really want to make a YouTube channel. At the time that I started Foamcast Radio, there were no blaster-related podcasts of any kind. And when I say podcasts, I'm not talking about people who are uploading regularly to YouTube. I'm talking about podcasts that are listed in podcast listening apps like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify and stuff like that. For many years now, I've been a huge fan of podcasts because in pretty much every job that I've had for the last several years, I've been able to listen to podcasts while I work. And so one of the things that I'll do is, as I gain an interest in something, I'll look up podcasts on that topic and listen to them while I'm at work. Well, when I went and searched for Nerf, pretty much the only podcasts I found were podcasts about either Star Wars or video games. And after doing this several times over the course of several months, I realized, you know what, there just aren't any blaster-related podcasts that are active. So I decided to make my own. I did it in my basement at the time using a gaming headset microphone, and there was no soundproofing whatsoever. If you go back and listen to episode one, I'm really sorry for the sound quality. It is terrible. But I started with what I had, and it just kind of grew from there. Now notice that I didn't set out to copy someone else's successful content and try to ride that same wave with them. I literally created Foamcast Radio because there wasn't another Blaster-related podcast. So I was making the content that I wanted to consume but couldn't. 
If I ever transitioned Foamcast Radio into a YouTube channel, I wouldn't be doing that anymore. I wouldn't be making content that isn't already out there. I'd be making content that definitely is already out there and is well-established. And in my opinion, if you're going to be a content creator, you should be creating content that isn't out there yet. Original stuff. Because unless you're a celebrity, nobody is going to care what your unique spin is on some topic. They're only going to watch your content if it is content that they can't find anywhere else. So if you're thinking about starting your own YouTube channel or podcast, come up with something different from anybody else. And I don't mean different as in, well, these are blaster reviews, but they're my blaster reviews. Sorry, we can already watch blaster reviews from everyone else on YouTube. If you take a look at some of the really successful YouTube creators in our space, you'll notice that they all have their own unique videos. Like Captain Xavier has Can It Take a K-26, and Beret has I'd Run That in a War. Nobody else is doing Can It Take a K-26 videos, and nobody else is doing I'd Run That in a War videos. Now, I'm not saying that you should now go out and make your own Can It Take a K-26 video. You shouldn't, because Captain Xavier is already doing that, and why in the world would anybody want to watch your video instead of his? What I'm saying is, come up with your own thing. And I don't know what it is, I can't tell you, but it's not going to be Can It Take a K-26, and it's not going to be I'd Run That in a War, and it's definitely not going to be Blaster Reviews. Alright everybody, before I sign off, I want to give you a quick action item. Head over to the Foamcast Radio fans group on Facebook and answer the following question. What non-Blaster related podcast do you listen to, if any? Like I said, I'm a big fan of podcasts, so let me know what you listen to. Thanks to Blaster Raps and Hobby King for sponsoring this episode. Please support the podcast by supporting my sponsors. You can find a complete listing of all my sponsors at foamcastradio.com sponsors. Thanks to everyone who submitted questions this week for me to answer, and thanks to my supporters on Patreon. If you liked this episode, please consider becoming a supporter on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. Rewards include shoutouts, suggesting questions for upcoming guests, automatic entry in every counterintelligence contest, and more. You can sign up and directly support future episodes of the podcast at patreon.com slash foamcastradio. And finally, thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the battlefield. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to make sure you won't miss a single episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so it's easy to follow us and share this episode with your friends. You can also find us at foamcastradio.com. We can view the show notes, order merch, and more. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Foamcast Radio.